Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Todd. And I'm Obert. Welcome to our very dry, very dead, yep. regular podcast. That's right. It's not as it's, fun. No. Nope, this is a very serious episode. Yeah. You came here to laugh. Just hit stop right now. Although uh, the... No jokes. The whiteboard still reflects that it's a wet, hot live show because, of course, it does. <laughs> I made a bet with myself that Todd was going <laughs> to mention that within the first 90 seconds of the podcast, and uh, I, I won the bet. I, won. So, I intentionally didn't erase it because I knew Todd was going to say something oh, about man. it. Well, I'm glad that you did because that, uh, that makes me feel better. Now I have something to complain about because... I yeah. didn't like the whiteboard beforehand because it's not the original whiteboard. Rest in peace, Rip. Uh-huh. And now it's even worse because it still reflects something that we're not doing. Well, I had a feeling that if I erased it, you'd be like, the whiteboard looked way better last week. How come there's nothing <laughs> Oh, yeah. You had no shot of winning this, this battle. I was going to bitch and moan either way. I think the only way I could have won would have been if I erased it and then, ver- then exactly copied how it used to look. Exactly. Um, yep. I'd be so excited. You still would say it looked better before, though. No, that way, that that would be one way to get me to shut up, is if you brought back the really old whiteboard. You want the goose. You want, want the, the swan. I want the swan, and I want the, the tally marks. And I want right. it to say, you know, man of people, comma, tud. Okay, I'm taking notes. I'm the whiteboard. <laughs> I'm the whiteboard. <laughs> Next live show, you just see just, just a bunch of stuff, including a grocery yeah. list. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, how's your guys' uh, July going so far? Uh, you know, we kind of breezed past the 4th of July because, you know, our live show was recorded before that, even though it came out around then. But uh, you guys do any good, fun drinking, beer-related things lately? Any uh, beer fests or breweries or I don't anything have, like that? I, I haven't gone anywhere yet, but I'm about to go somewhere this weekend. So that that's technically in July. And by the time you hear this, I would have gone. No, no, most definitely is in July, for sure. We are in yep. the month of July. We are in July, confirmed. That's how, how months work. That's right. You invited me to a brew fest. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I texted you guys because I was, I was literally like, I saw this brew fest um, hosted by Divine Barrel Brewing Company. Obviously, we've talked about them a bunch. Well, you didn't mention that in the text. Oh, that is true. I could have moved some stuff around. <laughs> that is, yeah, no part of this did you tell us what brewery it was for. That is very true. Uh, I stumbled across it on Threads. I don't know if you guys know. There's a new social media app. But anyways, uh, we didn't have enough of those in the world. It's called A Divine Moment. No, A Divine Moment of Clarity is what it's called. And it's uh, it's pretty cool. I'm pretty excited. It's kind of like, you know how when we were younger, we would drink a lot with reckless abandon. <laughs> like, uh-huh. Yep. It's almost, and, and now, now we're like old and middle-aged. That's true. And I retired from all that. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's kind of like Beer Fest did that. It's kind of like Beer Fest kind of grew up and was like, you know what? I'm done partying. We're just going to drink socially on a podcast every week. Like, that's exactly. Mm-hmm. Wait a second. So where is this Beer Fest? It's at Divine Barrel. And that's it. But like, what makes it classy and grown up? Oh, Wait, okay. Is so- that in Charlotte? Yeah, yeah, Charlotte, Charlotte, yeah. Todd's looking up flights. As we that's, that's what I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, can you tell me some of this information here so I can look this up? And I'm like, how do I figure this out? So so what they're doing is instead of doing like, you know, your t- stereotypical like taster uh, where you get like this little three ounce glass and you run around like, you please, sir, may I have some more to all these tents and like just you're just chugging shots of beer all day. Sure. Um, 
It's uh, it's supposed to be a little bit more laid back than that. Uh, they're only serving half and full pours uh, from all these different breweries, and there's gonna be music and food and stuff available. So it's it's more like supposed to be like a chill, you know, like get yourself. It a sounds beer. like you're gonna get more fucked up. <laughs> you know, I I thought I had that I had that thought too, but it's not like it's not unlimited. But like they do have a bunch of different breweries. Um, like you have to buy beer tokens, things like that. You know. So how many um, tokens can you get? I don't know. I have. I currently have seven beers worth of tokens to to get, so I feel like that's enough. I feel like, listen, I, <laughs> I'm not going to go there. And, you're not supposed to go there and drink, like, ten beers or twelve beers and get slammered, you know? I, I don't know what Ted thinks about this, but... Is it Saturday? Yeah. Jesus, the flights are expensive. Ted's yeah. Googling where he can find... Knock like knock off counterfeit tokens. And maybe <laughs> well, first I gotta get there. Scalp tokens to make profit so he can fly there. What time is the beer fest at? Eleven. Oh, so well, I, I think early. this yeah. this ends with Todd hammered on a plane Saturday night <laughs> for six hundred dollars. <laughs> I mean, I can get to Charlotte by nine nineteen a.m. for four hundred and seventeen dollars. <laughs> Woof. Woof. That is that is pricey. That is steep. That is steep. Yes, but um, I can then leave on the six ten flight home. There you go. Just one night, one one afternoon in Charlotte. The same. <laughs> fly in, fly out. But oh no, they don't have a return flight that late. It, the plane leaves at nine fifty nine a.m. <laughs> Land there, turn around, come back. Just chug beers in the Charlotte airport. <laughs> there you go. Close enough. Um. Uh, the other the other thing is because it's it's a divine moment of clarity is the name of it. Um, they are only serving clear beers, so like you know T Rexes. I probably shouldn't say this. The T Rexes that are listening. Oh are, yeah, they know where to go. They know where to go. Um, but I thought that was kind of neat. I was like, oh, that's neat. You know, like no hazies, no no stouts, things like that. So I'm pretty excited about it. Um, I, I'm trying to convince a couple like a couple people from work to go, so I don't have to drink alone in Charlotte. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm. I don't know. As as a as a now as we we discussed before, as a middle aged man with two kids, I'm like, this is my. I think this is my speed now. I think this is where I'm supposed to be. I could do this. <laughs> God. Hang on, hang on. So I see here on Craigslist that there's space on a cargo ship leaving out of New London, <laughs> headed down <laughs> the coast. <laughs> I could do this. If I leave from Boston on Friday night, I can be in Charlotte by 6.05 p.m. Okay. I can then leave on Saturday at 7 p.m. It would only cost 250 bucks For one day. I mean, for one day. Cheaper than 450 you, That's true. Um, are you going to leave your car at Logan? That's, another, that's, to, the, right? that's the other $200. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's 90 bucks right there. Now, yeah. Caitlin, this is what I need you to do. I need you to drive to Boston, drop me off, drive back home, go to bed, wake up the next day, drive to Boston, <laughs> pick me up so I can enjoy clear beers with Chris and Charlotte. Honestly, you could play her that part of the podcast. I don't see how this pitch is bad. No, it sounds pretty good. I mean, I saw that you ended up getting a PS5, so clearly my my conversation in the last podcast convinced you know, Mrs. Beer Dad to let you get a PS5. She did say she was like, you know, I was I, I was dead set against it, but then I heard all of the really really good points that Tud made, and uh, yeah, super convincing arguments. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's just right. We named we named it Tud Junior. That's the that's the PS5's name. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
Uh, well, enjoy, well, enjoy your clear beer festival that I won't be able to attend because it just doesn't seem feasible. If you had given me more notice than today, possibly. Well, to be fair, I only found out about it a couple days ago. So, <laughs> Well, I mean, to be fair, your text message to Obert and I did not sell any of this. Didn't tell us it was Divine Barrel. Didn't tell us it was in Charlotte. And it was a middle-aged beer fest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, none of this happened. I have a T-Rex friend who's just very disappointed that oh, he no. didn't find out about this sooner. <laughs> Stay away, Sue. Get away from me. But yeah, you'll have to give, report back on the next show. Yeah. How it was. Yeah, I'm, I'm, how clear the beers were. How uh, pinkies out the crowd was. Yeah. How many How many died from T-Rex attacks, et cetera, et cetera. You know, speaking of pinkies, it's hard to hold your pinky straight. Great podcast material. <laughs> like, my mine wants to do this for some reason. I don't know why. I think that means you broke it like playing football and it didn't heal right. It's possible. It just wants to fire back like that. Like, it's either there or here. Like, keeping it here is impossible. (laughs) (laughs) All right, who's drinking first tonight? (laughs) Speaking of pinkies, all this talk about pinkies is making me thirsty. (laughs) All this pinky talk. I'll drink first this week. Um, And I actually do have a beer story to share along with this. And I have two beers. Um, cause Albert, you asked for things that, that happened over the past week. So first of all, on July 1st, I went, was going to go to a, a 4th of July party. It was Saturday before 4th of July. So somebody was having a 4th of July party. So I went over to, to pick up my Bud Lights on the floor and start to cool them down as you know, you do before you go to an all day drinking event. Sure. And I, I noticed that the floor around my Bud Lights was soaked. Uh-oh. So... Not knowing what happened, I looked around, kind of confused, because this is like right in the heart of like Beer Central in my kitchen. Of what is <laughs> that's where beer what is leaking? <laughs> so my keg of my last beer somehow leaked out of the tap. Oh no! Covering my kegerator, the floor, and everything else around there in beer. Plus, I was wondering why my cat had been acting weird for like the past like. 24 hours it's because he was drunk so (laughs) (laughs) sorry i shouldn't laugh but uh that is pretty funny so my math is that about two gallons of beer spilt out of my tap how did this much beer like get how did your cat discover so much of this beer before you did i guess is what i want to know so i don't make a habit of walking like i don't drink on a. it's kind of in that corner of the kitchen you're not yeah central is not kitchen central Right. Yeah. So I, so, you know, I didn't walk over there and I didn't notice that there was like liquid all over the floor, but there was a severe, or a, a, there's a sh- severe amount of liquid on my floor and on the kegerator and inside the kegerator. Cause it leaked through some of the, the holes and the, the, the stem and all that stuff. And so I don't know what, cat. yeah, I don't know what happened. Um, <laughs> so I had to clean that all up, but that allowed me to then keg the beer that I'm going to the beer festival with in a week uh by the time you when when this episode comes out it'll be in two days from the, from the time you're hearing the sound of my voice it's on the 22nd it's at labyrinth i talked about it on the last episode but if you'd like to come on down tickets are 30 bucks tasting start at 11 a.m so i have that beer here um but then i also on the 4th of july i went to 12 percent beer project and i picked up um sky or sky gazer has these a 12 pack now called sour crusher so my beer this week is actually a light uh Lightly fruited, 5% ABV, refreshingly crushable, crushable, crispy sour ale with mango. Sounds wow. tasty. Yeah, that does sound 
really, really good. And they come in, you know, little 12-ounce cans because it's the summer and it's meant to be crushable. So this is my beer of the week. As you can see on it, it has Saturn on it um, with a Skygazer logo on top of the planet and a moon. Hey, you have, that's a crusher as well, Chris. Yeah, I, th- I thought it looked familiar, but it's, it's a different one. This one's apricot. Yeah, I think I have that one as well. I think it came in my 12-pack. So this, the 12 pack. Oh, it's comes like a with, mixed 12 pack. Okay, yeah, cool. Mixed 12 pack comes with four different flavors. Oh, I like that. Skygazer doing mixed 12s. Oof. I threw the, the box away, so I couldn't tell you what it was, and I didn't dig through my fridge to get you all the flavors. But mango, I think it's probably going to be. Mango is always one of my favorite beers. I know we talked about it in the last podcast, but mango is one of them that I always go to, anyways. So I think this is a good, I think this is a good bring to the podcast. As you can see, it is classics. It looks like a classic Skygazer beer. Uh, T Rex is not seeing you through this. It's very hazy slash fruit puree. Is that a word? It is a word ironically word. not a good beer to do skygazing through. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Um, on the nose, smells like straight mango. Um, I think this is going to be delicious. Skygazer still to this day makes has made one of my favorite fruited sours which was a blueberry lemonade sour from way back in the day. Skygazer was a brewery before Skygazer went to 12%. Then they broke up, and they became Skygazer and Transcend. And Transcend is now the old Skygazer, because it's still the same brewer who owns Transcend. Whole fucking mess. But that guy makes one of my favorite fruited sours, but it was under the Skygazer name. On the nose, nothing but mango. Smells like it's going to be a little sour. Skygazer's known for their sours. Let's dig in. Beer, 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 beer. Oh, that is that is quite sour. Um, that's about second Granny Smith apple. Oh wow! Sour okay, style. that's getting up there. Th- yeah. yeah, that's like a for those listeners, that's like a seven. Um, it also has a nice bready after like after finish, like a like kind of more like an ale after finish, which is nice. That makes it actually crushable. Very. It's sa- funny because yeah, this doesn't sound crushable. Like the I, it being that sour, it sounds like it would be a one and done. It might be because it's too cold, but that's generally how you're going to drink these. Pulling them fresh out of a cooler on a hot day, but it's it's very sour up front. But like I said, it fades into that that ale flavor pretty quickly. Um, it is nothing but mango, um, mango through and through. It tastes it, if you wanted to, to kind of relate it back to what a mango tastes like, it kind of tastes like you're you're eating a sour part of the mango. Like you know when you get a bite of mango and it's a little sour. It's kind of mm-hmm. what this is. Fame citrus fruit. Correct. <laughs> yes. Um. Really good. Uh, super crushable, obviously, hence the name. Weighing at 5% ABV, I mean, I might be drinking these for the rest of the summer. This is this is fantastic. If you go to 12%, they ha- they do not buy the ones on the counter. They don't give them to you anyways. They have them cold in the back. So I tried to buy the one on the counter, and the guy was like, that. I put a hole, like I, like it has like the, the grabby thing. You know how like 12 packs have like the, the part you put your hand through to pick it up? Oh, like the cardboard box. Yeah. So, yeah. so I put my hand through that, and he goes, what are you doing? And I was like, I want to buy this. He goes, no, no, no. These are the, the display model. <laughs> He's like, we have them cold in the back for you. I was like, oh, even better. I was like, sorry, I put a hole in your I box. I thought I got the last one. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, sorry, I put a hole in your box. He was like, don't worry about it. <laughs> um, yeah, this fantastic. Um, really super drinkable. I'm going to give it a... It's a I'm debating between a 4 and a 4.25. Um, I'm going to give it a 4.25. I think this is a this is a good summer drinking beer. This is like, if you're not feeling all day IPAs or, you know, something like a summer shandy. Yeah, this is this is better than a summer shandy. I don't personally like summer shandies, disclosure, but this is this would be what I would drink instead of a summer shandy. Nice. Yeah. 
So I have it here on tapped. Okay. The Mango Sour Crusher. And there are 346 check-ins. Okay. Uh, Skygazer tends to have some hop hype to it. Or at least it did when it was Transcend, but I think it still does now. Because 12% in general has hop hype. I'm going to say it's going to be somewhere around a f- between a 4 and a 4.25, kind of like me. Um, 4.12. Respectable guess. 4.02. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So on the board, though, on for sure, board. on the board. So while I rate this on the board, I'm a little confused. So the beer you have on your taster glass is not the beer that Simba really likes. Not right. the beer that Simba got hammered on, but it's your new beer. It's my new beer. So this is the beer. The wart was brewed by Labyrinth, and then they tell you to go home and turn it into your own beer. So right. my idea was I was going to make a, a uh, pineapple, or no, a peach apricot IPA. But I was also going to use the Philly Sour Yeast, which would turn it into a sour peach apricot IPA. It was That was my goal. Interesting. Okay. Um, brewed it up, thought it, the brew day went very well. Um, the wort was a little bit darker than I expected it to be, and I tried to lighten it up by adding some more additions. I added uh, about a pound of carapils to lighten it up, a pound of flaked oat to lighten it up a little bit, just to kind of see if I could get it from being so dark to lighter. Well, that failed because it still came out. <laughs> it's hazy as hell, but it's, I mean, listeners, I'm going to describe it as poop color. Um, <laughs> it, is, it, is, it is absolutely <laughs> diarrhea water. It is, it looks, it's, it is poop water. Um, now, what did it look like <laughs> before? You, you are not stuff. seeing, a, a T-Rex is not seeing you through this at all. No. Yeah, it, how, how it was, did, did it lighten up at all? Like it did. It did actually lighten up a, a okay. little bit. Like okay. before, it would have looked more like darker. I guess it would have more, looked more like a stout or like a like a porter. Um, this looks more like a brown ale. Uh, a very a very hazy <laughs> a very hazy brown ale. <laughs> I've never seen I've never seen a beer look like that. Time. <laughs> Definitely is a brown so, ale. So. Um, I'd like to I'd like to drink it on the podcast and kind of share my thoughts with you guys. Um, now, have you tried come, Have you tried it at all? I did this? when it before okay. it was carbonated. This okay. is officially the first carbonated tasting. Okay. Okay. Um. So you had the brown so, ale green. Now you're gonna. Yeah, so 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 to let you guys know, Philly sour yeast is supposed to be yeast that you put in there, and as it ferments, it also is supposed to give off some lactic acid to give some sour flavors. Um. It's the first time I've ever used this yeast. It's a really popular yeast. It's only been around for about a year. So I had a hard time finding it. I had to order it special online to have it sent to me for this po- uh, for this project. I've also dry hopped this with Amarillo and Citra to kind of accentuate the, the peach and the apricot. For peaches and apricots, I used canned peaches and canned apricots to kind of to get a little bit more of like... I wanted the juice more than I wanted the actual fruit. And they were both, I did not use ones with syrup. I used both with the juice. That way the juice would go into the into the beer. This thing weighs in somewhere between 7.5 and 7.7% ABV. So we'll split difference, call it 7.6 ABV. Um, let's try it. When I tried it, when it was, before it was carbonated, it still had a little bit of carbonation to it because the, the, the yeast gave off a little bit of carbonation. Um, and it, was, it wasn't bad. Let's see how it is now that it's final form. So it is slightly sour, um, definitely fruity. You could definitely taste the apricots. Um, I get no peaches. It's drinkable. Um, I would not say it's my best beer that I've ever made. It's more of like a Belgian sour, um, which was kind of my concern because some of the reviews I read on the, the Philly yeast was that it 
it could it, it it I guess it goes one of two ways. It either goes really sour or it goes more Belgian sour. And so this is Belgian sour. So it's kind of more of a Belgian apricot peach sour. I get no But also an IPA. I yeah, Belgian IPA sour peach apricot. Hmm. Um definitely a sink little, beer. Definitely a little bready, but it's got a lot of those Belgian sour notes to it too. You know, it is sour, but it's got some of the like the banana flavor. It's not bad. It's drinkable. It's very drinkable. Um, I'm glad I don't have to drink all five gallons of it because I get to bring it to a beer festival and give it away. Now, can we get the Simba review? <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that to him. I think. I he mean, was... I think your cat's a kind of a connoisseur now. <laughs> I was very upset because I liked that beer that was on tap. It was a, that was probably the best beer I've brewed. Very disappointed in that one. This one, it's good. Do I think I'm going to win the competition with it? No. Um, I'll give it a 3.75. Okay. Hey. It's, cool. it, it's solid enough. Like, if I had this on tap at a brewery, I'd be like, oh, that's an interesting thing. Glad I had it. Weird that they serve it in black cups instead of a glass, but okay. <laughs> yeah, it's not the most appeasing looking beer. <laughs> Only I, in a can. <laughs> do I not pour into a glass. I don't know what happened. It's very disappointing, but I'm happy that it's drinkable. I was kind of worried that this yeast would completely fail. But come on down to Labyrinth, try it out. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm always a harder critic on myself than people are. So than you know than people are to me. So maybe this is a four two five for some people. I don't know. Cool. So do you have a name for the beer? Is the question. Well, originally it was gonna... you. You <laughs> had one last year, right? Your homebrew last year had a name. Yeah, it was uh, Pineapple Princess, but it I did the the. Uh, ABV calculation wrong. I did it right this year, um, where I thought it was 4.2%, but it really was 7.5% last year. So it should have been Pineapple Punk, um, but Pineapple Princess fit better for the 4.2% ABV beer. This, I was going to name it Get Juicy, and I was going to get a picture of a, a big giant peach emoji on my shirt. I don't know now. Um, I TBD. Okay. Well, um, listeners, you have two days to... Uh... Put your best ideas in the Discord. Give Todd some inspiration on uh, based honestly, on everything that you've heard. What what a good name would be. Honestly, that next that next sip that was pretty good. Um, maybe I should drink a little bit of this. I only have to bring three gallons, so maybe I should pull some off the bottom and kind of get some of the the residuals out of the bottom, and maybe it'll clear up a little bit too. Yeah, um, there you go. There you yeah, go. that's my review of both beers. Um, Chris, yeah, you feel like drinking? Yeah, you know I do. I know we talked about uh, my divine moment of clarity, but you know, it's July, and you know what July is. Stout season. Stout season. <laughs> Hashtag stout season. Hashtag stout season. <laughs> it's perfect. Actually, this is a this is a porter. Um, oh, but, you just fucking lie. Oh, you can't drink that in July. <laughs> oh, damn it. Well, I already opened it. Goes, it porter June, stout July. <laughs> you got you got to pour that down the drain. Oh, well, okay. August that, is Oktoberfest. September is... In that case, I have... Uh, I do have a stout, actually, I could drink. September um, is stout, and then October is pumpkin beers, and November is throw them away. Yep. <laughs> All of them. Uh, no, so I went to uh, Total Wine recently. Now, I want to say, listen, I, t- I talked about it in, I think, my Beer Dad Discord, but um, Total Wine, listen, I know you're listening, okay? Total Wine. Big fans of the pod. Big fans are. of the pod, yes. I love the, the fact that the you beer can beer. I love that you can go to go to Total Wine and get like a great assortment of beers, right? What I don't like is freaking can date roulette you play every time you pick up a can of beer. You like go and you're like, oh, this looks interesting or this sounds interesting. And then you look, it's like, oh, 
This is four months old. This is six months old. This is blah, blah, blah. This is from May of 2021. So yeah, that was that was a date that I saw on a sour IPA, I think. So dude, that's a long time ago. So total wine, here's my here's my benefit to you. <laughs> this is my official pitch. I will, on your dime, travel to every single one of your stores. <laughs> and I will drastically mark down anything that shouldn't be there. And I'll just make this I'll just tour the country. Tour the total wine country. And this is I'm doing you a service. Listen, you don't want people to come in and buy the beer and be like, oh, it's gross, because they don't know to look at the bottom of the can. Like, you know? And then look, I'm saving you so much time so much customers and you can name it like i don't know probably bad section you know like <laughs> or something like that and people will be like oh it can't be that bad. last last chance beers <laughs> very last chance beers but and you I'll, know what if you're a college kid and you're looking to get you know beer to drink right right severely marked down listen there's there's demographics out there that just want abv at low dollars yeah, you're alcoholics, you're people that you're looking to... I wasn't going to say it. That's not what I'm trying to pitch here, but, you know, just just so we know. Um, but I will say, your bottle selection was amazing when I went, oh my god, I could have spent $400 on bottles alone. Um, and uh, this is one of the ones I picked out. So this is from Southern Pines Brewing Company, and it's called The Long Dark Night Perfect for a July, you know, July sh- longest nights of the year. The fa- famously <laughs> longest nights of the year. Um, well, we're already past the longest day of the year, so it's we're getting there. We're, we're getting, getting there. there. Give it time. Just keep waiting. It does look like a very classy, fancy bottle. It does, and it had wax it, on it. It looks which like you normal. would something you would see on a shelf playing Skyrim. Like yep, yep, like an yeah. alchemy table. Yep, yeah. That's exactly that's it. Very good, very good description. I honestly thought when you pulled it out of the fridge that it was a Barreled Souls bottle. Um, I was like, holy shit, where'd you get a Barreled Souls beer from? Yeah, so I, I, I was intrigued. They're, they had a they had a few different variants, um, but this is the Maple Barrel Aged Baltic Porter. So um, they had a couple variants that were like rum barrels. Um, they had some, they had, I think, the Barrel Aged Baltic Porter without the maple, but I saw the maple and I was like, well... We know how I like to drink for breakfast, so, you know. Um, the descriptor... Listeners don't know we're recording this podcast at 8 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. That's right. Uh, 11.3% al- alcohol, 45 IBU, Ooh. and uh, 30 SRM. It actually tells us our SRM count on here. So Good, um, good thing it's 8 a.m. Basically a billion. Basically, basically a billion, right. Um, this lagered, full-bodied porter has malt flavors of chocolate and slight roast. Uh, ma- it just says slight roast. That's it. Uh, maple barrels add oak and smooth sweetness on a crisp, cool dawn. Huh. So wait, a maple barrel. Oh, interesting. Okay, I'm very excited what now. Kind, what kind of roast? Like a pork roast? No, like it just said roast or and 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 slight roast. That's all it says. Uh, maybe it's gonna yeah, make I'll... fun of me as I'm drinking it. It's just gonna. <laughs> oh. It's hey, one of those. Yeah. It's Jeff you're Ross a, gets poured out of the bottle. You're a bit fat. You got a big head. Oh no. <laughs> so let's check it out. Here we go. So I've never had a Baltic porter before. Um, I had never even heard of the style. I had to look it up. It's from Baltic, Connecticut, obviously. Um, this is what craftbeer.com calls a Baltic porter. Look at that head. Let's. Uh, I'll, I'll awesome. read this while we wait for that head to, to subside a little bit. Mm-hmm. But the Baltic style porter is a smooth, cold fermented and cold lagered beer brewed with lager yeast. Because of its alcoholic strength, it may include very low to low complex alcohol flavors and or lager fruitiness such as berries, grapes and plums. 
but not banana. Ale-like fruitiness from warm temperature fermentation is not appropriate. This style has the malt flavors of a brown porter and the roast of a Schwartz beer, but is bigger in alcohol and body. So it's a cold IPA, but in a porter form that's boozy. (laughs) I think that would be the most butchered way you could describe (laughs) that beer and still be accurate. But yes. There we go. There we go. Nailed it. Got in one. Um, Yeah. So that's interesting. I don't think I realize, like I've had Baltic porters before, but I don't think I realized like what the distinction was. So that's interesting. It's nothing about them being from Baltic, Connecticut. Yeah, that's like no. Maybe maybe it's wrong. Maybe maybe that the the website's wrong. Probably. Um. So as they alluded to, uh, really beautiful looking beer. Um. Even after a little bit of settling, the head is still there. Probably got about half inch of head there, quarter inch of head there. Um. Dark as night. Billion SRM. Oh wait, thirty SRM. <laughs> Basically the same thing. Basically the same. We round up to the nearest billion. Uh, as oh, actually, oh, you can see more light through it than I was expecting. That is oh. shocking. It's actually, dark but clear. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm actually a little uh, a little surprised by that. So well, that's got to be the lagering process of the of how it's brewed. Then, right? I mean, because that kind of when you lager something, it drops. When you cold crash something, it drops all the sediment out. And now I see why it's thir- only thirty and not a billion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just slightly darker billion. Um. But uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited. Nose taste. I, I get a lot of the barrel. Um, I was expecting more sweetness, but here we go. Let's let's see how this Lone Pines is. Nope, Southern Pines. Oh, what is the malted liquor? What gets you drunker quicker? What comes in bottles or in cans? Beer. Can't get enough of it. Beer. How we really love it. Beer. Makes me think I'm a man. All right, so I just want to I want to address it right up front. The alcohol taste very present. I was going to ask, because when I was that see-through, I was like, that's going to be a boozy beer. It is. It is definitely a boozy beer. There's no hiding it. Um, it kind of punches you right in the mouth. Right right as soon as you had it, you're like, oh, this has alcohol in it. Neato. It does have some of the the, the roasty, roasty toastiness, um, maybe a slight bit of like more bitter chocolate. Um, but then it does, again, while still having... A mouthful of alcohol. Um, the 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 maple syrup does an okay job trying to sweeten it up at the end. Um, but it's just really hard for me to decipher it from just being like, oh, there there's the there's the barrel aged yumminess right there. Um, I, again, like being a porter, I'm 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 always like I I think I want to like porters more than I do. I think that's I think that's my a, a personal issue with me is like I'm like oh they're like a stout's little brother. But they're not. They're not. I mean, maybe they are. But I mean, technically they are. But still, they're, they're annoying little. They're brother. annoying little brother. Yeah, yeah. Who's almost as strong as their older brother? Okay. All right. So I think my my taste buds have acclimated a little bit. That sip was a little better. Still hits you. Still hits you with the uh, alcohol up front. But then it does do a better job of like hitting you with some of the roasty, toasty notes, and then sliding a little bit into the into the uh, maple um, to sweeten it up on the backside. Okay. Yeah, I think I think it just it like shocked shocked my mouth when I first had it. So, um, it's good. Again, I think I think I always expect more from porters than I should give them credit for. Like, I think I'm just like I'm a stout person. Like, I think that's just what it is. Uh, it's not bad. It's not bad by any means. Definitely stronger than I thought it was gonna be. Um, and it's like 
you know how sometimes you can have a beer and you're like, oh, this is like, you can tell it's boozy, but it's like, you know, a classy boozy. The best I can think of is like a Goose Island. Like, you know, they're, you know, they're high ABV, but like, and you can taste it a little bit, but like, it's not that bad. This is like, this is like the, the <laughs> straight whiskey. This is what, that's the, that's the boozy I'm getting on the, on the front end. Um, but it's, it's good. It's good. It's not what I was hoping for. I was expecting more. I was hoping for more, especially given the, the, the description and the look of the bottle. I'm going to, I'm going to lock it in at a, I'm going to lock it in at a three, seven, five. I'll give it a three, seven, five, three, seven, five. Um, it, de- it seems like a generous three, seven, five. Yeah. Yeah. Like a three, like a three, seven, like a three, six, two and a half. Like, <laughs> um, it's, it's good. It's, it's just, I don't think it's quite my style. I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little disappointed with it, but you know what? Life goes on. We're going to go with this one. This one kind of has a picture. We're going to stick with this one. Um, at a 65 check-ins. Okay. What do you think the people of Untapped rated this beer? Oh boy. Um, considering I know nothing about Southern Pines and I'm not its biggest fan, I don't think I'm going to get close. Um, I said generous three seven five for me. I'm going to add ten percent to it. For for I gotta do math. <laughs> no. I'm going to do. I'm going to add ten percent, round it up. So I'm going to th- say three point seven nine. So it's four point one four. No, impossible. In, so what, what was the you, what was the other one? What was the other one? Four point four point two eight. Okay, no, never. Wow, wow, wow. So I wish you guys you were here. Close either way, I wish you guys were here. Maybe you guys would like. Maybe listen. Maybe this is. Maybe maybe it's you. Maybe, I think they got suckered in by the fancy pretty bottle. It is a fancy honest. pretty bottle. It is a nice looking bottle. It's a beautiful looking beer. It like every. It looks beautiful. Like and it's not bad. It just is not. It's not a four point one whatever malarkey 4.28 4.14 not either one of those yeah like i like i was and i was willing to like just let you guess and like give you the one that was like closest to you but oh i would have never gotten it no no, no. not no. not a chance no wow wow i don't know well no no point for me today <laughs> <laughs> I'm not all right it's up board. to me then it's up to you it's up to me to dethrone todd save us i know uh a couple weeks ago I had on that beer uh, from Eurisco, I think it was. Yeah, the, the T Rex uh, I said, uh, well, I'm all out of Asheville beer, so I guess it's time to go back. Well, good news, bad news. I did find another Asheville beer, so it wasn't time to go back. But I'm going to drink it tonight, so it actually is time to go back. I was cleaning <laughs> out, cleaning out the hidden recesses of my my beer cave, and I found f- all the way from Weaverville. Zebulon Ales. Oh, let's go. Oh, nice. There we go. This is their... The best brewery whiskey... you didn't go to. I know. I know. This is their whiskey barrel-aged barley wine for Lou Reed. Um, it says it's a British-style barley wine rested in wild turkey and George D- Dickel whiskey barrels. Delicate notes of coconut and vanilla from the woods at wood adds to the decadence. Aging potential of at least five years. Well, it wasn't five years, but... It was, you know, one. This this is one that I don't think Chris or I... I don't think it was on tap. And I don't think either one of Chris or I bought this bottle for ourselves. I think... Yeah. I think you were the I, only one who got this bottle. I have had this, so... Oh, you did? Yeah. I, I don't know if did, I bought it or if I had it there. Let me see. Um, did I check it in? I have one friend that checked it in, and it is you. Yes, we have had this. Oh, then never mind. I thought we got you one that we didn't have. Maybe it was the best one that we had that they had in a bottle. Maybe possibly 
Possibly. I we'll find out. Yeah, I don't want to ruin it because we have each each have one of the one of the check ins. So don't want to. Okay. Don't want to give anything away. Yeah. So it pours this beautiful caramel color. Mm-hmm. Um, it really looks like love- maybe like a brandy snifter. Yeah. Uh, just pouring the first ounce or two. Very strong bourbon barrel smell. Um, not no carbonations. Looks like incredibly flat. No head. Uh, just a little bit of residual bubbles coming up, but I don't expect this to be very carbonated at all. Right. Um, which is, you know, maybe that's why they call them barley wines, because they're as carbonated as wine is. Um, yeah, let's see. Filled up the glass here. Try to get a little bit of uh, excitation going. Smells strong. I'm not, to be honest, usually barley wines hit or miss for me, but I am very excited because of all the Zebulon hype that you guys have imparted upon me. As I said, I could live in that town that it's in for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah. Um, and be perfectly happy. Yeah. Just chilling like a Weaver Villian. I, Correct. I, I would, I would live in Tud's front yard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I see a tent and occasionally using your bathroom, and I'll be all set. Exactly. I can give you a hose as far as I can go. <laughs> hose in a bucket. You gotta empty the bucket out yourself. Yeah. What you do with that bucket is your choice. <laughs> I'm gonna marry that bucket. And I would like you to not dig holes in my front lawn either, so. Oh, I wanted to live like Shia LaBeouf. All right, I'm diving into this beer. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Wow. I forgot how sweet barley wines can be. Ooh, baby. I also didn't realize, small print here at the bottom, 13% alcohol. Um, Man, these barley wines are strong stuff. Yeah, they are. Yep. I, I, I don't know what it is about them, especially since I was just complaining about, like, how this beer was too much, but I love barley wines. I just, I, I do enjoy them so much. Yeah, this is incredible. I always say it tastes like golden raisins when I have a beer like this, with like this amount of that overripe fruit sweetness combined with that whiskey barrel. Um, but it's like a dry sugar finish on your mouth. Super complex. Um, I kind of wish that I had gone first because I want to just slow sip this one the whole rest of the app. <laughs> and now you got to chug it. I mean, that's how it goes. I have to. I have to finish my beer before um, you know when when J- Jordan is telling us all to drink. That's basically when we have to finish our glasses. R- I don't know. Rules if is our rules. Know that, but right. That is the that hidden is the, rule. It's the rule. Yeah. Um, like I said, very complex. A really challenging beer, but I like it a lot in that it's very different than what I've been drinking lately. Um, this would be great on a flight board. Great to share with friends. Unfortunately, this that's not how this show works. It's drinking alone with friends. Um, I'm here for it. I'm not going to say it's like the best beer ever because it is so much that like three ounces of this would be all I really would need. You know, it's just like just so overpowering. Yeah. Um, but even still, I really, really like it. It's a strong 425. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Yeah. I did not think you were going to rate it that high. You no, did not sell it as if... As if you were in love with it like that, so yeah, wow. No, it's it's I um don't yeah I was I started at a five and worked my way down. Put it that way. But I was like, <laughs> what would you know? What would make this beer perfect? And then here's you know, let me I'm just taking a little bit away because it is really good. But um, again, a lot, a lot for a beer. It's right. like if you're the kind of guy who likes, you know, drinking your alcohol neat out of a out of a rocks glass like maybe this is your kind of beer because it is it is so much right but okay i'm here for it all right nice well so there's not many check-ins only 133 
Two of them are already on this podcast. <laughs> I know. I was gonna say, I'm not one of them, am I? <laughs> no. Nope. I want to make sure I'm not cheating. Nope. Because <laughs> you guys, yeah, you guys had this one. You went to the brewery before, while I was like flying to Asheville. Yeah. Um, 133. I'm gonna be really curious to see. You should have how... been there, by the way. You should have been at this brewery with us. I know. You know. Yeah. But uh, there's always next time. You know. So you guys gotta leave a reason to come back. We would have like easily been building a compound down there right now if you were there. Yeah. <laughs> I do own a, such a, a nice, triplex. Such a nice town. It's such a nice town. Weaverville. Yeah. Um, what is? Sorry, I got distracted. One thirty something. Uh, one thirty. One thirty three. Yes. Yeah, I think they're gonna like it. I think it's. I. I can't. But it is like I said. If you're a casual beer fan, maybe this isn't for you. I don't want to talk myself out of, out of it too high. I still think it's above a four. Four oh seven. Well, uh, you're gonna tie with Tud. The 4.17. Wow. So oh, man. You, you docked yourself out of it. I did. I was like the start of a 412, and I like walked, walked down. I was like, no, it's not that high because people are dumb. But people aren't as dumb as I was giving them credit people for. People are dumb about my beer. Yeah. These aren't the same people who checked in Chris's beer. No, nope, so. it's true. But this, these people are, you know, they live in small town America, USA. It was a lot Life of, is perfect for them. There's nothing Yeah, for a lot of elder to- statesmen who know what they're looking for in beer when we were there. You know, it's also the beer mecca, so you get a lot of people who really truly appreciate beer. Yeah. So, so speaking of people who truly appreciate beer, I gave it a f- strong four and a quarter. I'm guessing you guys both came in around four and a quarter as well. I gave it a four and a quarter as well. Tud gave it a four, so. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. That's Yeah, that's that's kind of what I expected. Chris is the barley wine lover of the pod. Yeah, so. and I believe, I think it's, I think it's Tud, Tud, it goes it hit or miss with Tud, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they are. Um, yeah. And I don't I don't exactly remember this one. I don't remember if I had one of Chris's. It probably had a sip of Chris's. It's possible. And rated it off of the sip that I had versus having my own. Because in my in my memory, Chris and I ordered every single beer they had, but we did not each drink a whole right. a whole pour right. of everything they had. We did we did the we did the Lady in the Tramp where we. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. We each you both sip from the same class. Yeah. <laughs> different yeah. sides, yeah. How does that work? You end up with two sides of the straw? I don't know. <laughs> um, no, I did pull up Chris's rating here, though. It does say four and a quarter, great pregame for $5 well drinks, which I thought was a weird way to check in with beer. <laughs> can't wait. Can't wait to get wasted on $5 rum and Cokes. <laughs> uh, listen, it was the best deal going. Name me another place in this country you can find... Find five dollar well drinks. Just that place, baby. Oh, Montana. I could name a lot of bars. <laughs> then maybe you live Come in here. one of the best we'll, places. Go. To, we'll go to the VFW and we'll get some three dollar well drinks. Oh man! I always forget $3. that VFWs are a thing. They probably do have five dollar well drinks. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, oh yeah. There's definitely a, a VFW scene here. Which is a very interesting scene. Well, uh, because not all veterans of foreign wars, I can tell you that. <laughs> well, I can tell you that my dad hangs out at the French club and he is not French. <laughs> no, what do, you, what do you mean? Adam Moitz is clearly French. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, uh, my dad, uh, whose last name is O'Brien, also hangs out at the French club. So. They probably hang out together. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> All right, well, that's two tally marks on the board, yeah. or it would be if we had the old board. Well, congratulations, Obert. Thank you very much, Ted. I think you both suck. <laughs> hang on, hang on. I like how Obert, I said congratulations, <laughs> Obert, and he just took that, like, he's like, yep, thank you. Or, 
Nothing like no like reciprocal award back to me. Nothing that hurts. I'm messing with the whiteboard over here. Give me a minute. You know the old whiteboard. So that much was my use. my thirtieth tally mark. I will say. I know. I uh, see that you you've slowly you're one behind me right now. I am. Not, I'm not mm-hmm. happy about it. But honorifics. Chris has the martini glass. I have the episode two hundred trophy. Ted's over here in the lead, but he's missing that. Who the has the most checks? Who was episode 100? Was that, was that the brew locker? Is that, is that right? Was that Jenna? It's possible. Uh, we'd have to go back in the yeah. archives. If only there was a way to look it up. I know. What happened to our historian? Unfortunately, we published this uh, podcast on Snapchat. And, uh, <laughs> 24 hours, After two baby. episodes, it's gone. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'm about to... Um, down this beer, down the hatch, while we listen to Jordan. Whoa, 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 whoa. I still don't get my reciprocal congratulations, Todd. I gave you a congratulations. I'm. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Todd, honk, 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 co man of people this week. Um, we I like did that you're it. We're just going to skip achieved... right over that. Well, I was going to do it after Jordan's uh, medley, but we could do it now. Um, man of the people, and. Um, you earned it. You earned it with a strong, a strong guess. You as strong as well. Yeah, stronger than some of the other people on this podcast. But. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's really he's kind of falling behind. I mean, you've caught him up. You've caught up to him. I'm. I'm. He's never beaten me. All right. So anyway, time for Jordan to serenade us. Jordan, take it away. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test. Mug of wisdom. Drink. All right. Thank you, Jordan. Cool guy, that Jordan. Welcome on the show anytime. So if you don't hear him here, know that it's uh, him refusing our invitation. (laughs) That's why. I wonder if he joined the podcast now, how quickly he would take him to catch. Catch and pass, Chris. It's a good good point. At least um, at least sixty weeks. <laughs> sixty two weeks. <laughs> so this is the part of the show where we have a frosty mug of wisdom. We take it out of the freezer. We fill it up with advice, hacks, wisdomy wisdom. Because Tud and I both guessed so good at our beer stuff, we are men of the people. Mm-hmm. We know we know the common man. We know how how beer check ins work. We just have our ear to the beer ground because um, we're so smart about beer and stuff. Yes, and we're right. also smart about life advice and wisdom and hacks. And <laughs> um, I think it's only fair that we make Chris go first as the loser of the frosty mug this week. <laughs> I, I do as agree with this the assessment. Least, as, the least yeah. in touch with, com- with the common man. Yeah, the most entitled uppity <laughs> beer drinker of the podcast. Well, he he is going to the you know the fancy clear beer beer festival that mm-hmm. he has to think is picky right. out at. So That's he's very really true. showing how much of a non-common man he is at the moment. Yes, how dare you talk to me in your, in your, your, your I don't know, native tongue? I don't know. That's, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. Um, okay, yeah, I'll go first. And I know I don't say that very often. Normally, I hem and haw until someone else takes it from me. Um, but I actually do have a song I would like to share with you guys uh, that I heard recently. And I've uh, I've been a little obsessed with. So, uh, I don't know. If- and I will perform it for you now. Yes. <laughs> Key of E, please. Me, 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 me. Um, <laughs> so, uh, if, you, if you're uh, on, on the social medias at all, 
uh, Fallout Boy has done a cover. I say a cover. Um, it technically is a cover of We Didn't Start the Fire. However, um, all of the events that are in it are from 1989 to 2023. And it's so they, just, they wrote new lyrics for We Didn't Start the Fire. Exactly. It's almost like a sequel to read. It's We Didn't Start the Fire 2, <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. Um, and it's really, really good. Like, uh, I don't know. You, you, you have to listen to it. I, I'm not going to besmirch it by trying to remember like remember the lyrics or the way that they sing it but if you are Oh no, I think you should perform it for us. This is this is as man of the people. <laughs> I vote that you have to perform this. All right. Um Oh, but can I get a second? I uh, know. I want to hear the follow-up version. <laughs> I would rather hear that. <laughs> Which is in the show notes. Yes. All the handles are always in the show in notes. In the show notes, guys. Um check it out like if you are a I think we're called elder millennials now. I don't know how this works, but um, no, we're peak. We're peak millennial. We're peak millennial. Okay. Yes. Um, so uh, if if you are our aged or live or live nowadays, uh, it's really it's really really good. I don't know. I got a I got a chuckle out. Of, I get a chuckle out of it. I've been obsessed with it, like listening to it a couple times a day. Um, you should you should really go check it out because it's it's pretty awesome how they did like. They did Billy Joel right by like continuing on like the his uh, I'll say the legacy of the song and it encapsulated like literally everything. I'm like I know all this stuff. This is stuff that I <laughs> lived through. Like you know, it's it's just really cool for us old people. Um, so check it out. Uh, if you're on social media, I'm guaranteed you've heard at least 15 seconds of it. But uh, if not, we'll put the link to the in the show notes for the whole thing. Uh, Fallout Boy. Uh, their their sequel, their sequel to We Didn't Start the Fire. So check it out. Add some happiness I can't wait. to your life. I can't wait for 20 years from now when uh, We Didn't Start the Fire Part 3 comes out with a band that hasn't existed yet. Nickelback, probably. Let's face no, it. it's like, is it going to be a band that like, it's gonna just be a comes band out of nowhere in, in 2025 or something? Yeah. Mm. I hear that Blink-182 is big nowadays. So mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all the rage. All I right. can safely say that as being somebody on social media, I have not heard this song. So you haven't? Oh my goodness! No, we'll, we'll have to do a podcast uh, listen along after after the show's over. So, um, but anyways, who wants to duke it out for their next handle? I mean, I'll I'll go next if Obert doesn't mind. All you uh, co man of people. Oh, they're fighting. Thank you. you can hear Thank it in you their also, voices. Co man of people. Uh, um, listen to them. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it musical. Ooh. This week, uh, I'm gonna go with Chris's theme here. And I'm gonna recommend that, a band. Well, okay, now now I gotta think of a musical handle. <laughs> I, all right. Um, oh, over what's go now? <laughs> I'm gonna name a band, but I'm also gonna provide a uh, a concert for people to listen to. And uh, the band is what I'm currently obsessed with. It's my new obsession. It, it's the band called Goose. Um, very fitting for this podcast, by the way. Um, just given given our honks and all that stuff. But well, that's uh, a swan. I went and saw. <laughs> Dummy. It's true. But I went. Um, I went and saw them at the Saratoga Performing Arts Center this past weekend, also called SPAC, um, in Saratoga Springs, New York. And Goose, for those of you who don't know what Goose is, which I'm assuming a lot of people don't, is they are, they call themselves an indie rock band, but what they are is they're basically a jam band in like the same vein as like Grateful Dead or Fish. Um, they're kind of like the next iteration of that. It seems like every every generation has like their their jam band and goose is turning into that into this generation's jam band but they're great 
Um, they're from they're from Norwalk, Connecticut, so a little bit of homegrown talent as well. Um, and their stuff is incredible. If you're a big fan of of jam music, their jam all their jams are great. You can go on uh, internet archives and listen to their songs from basically any concert. You can go on Bandcamp. You can listen to all their 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 shows there as well. Um, or and you can listen to them on Spotify. All their recordings, unlike Fish and unlike Grateful Dead, their CDs are actually pretty good too. Um, which is kind of uncommon for jam bands. So my handle is Goose, but to be more specific, you can go check out the SPAC show that was this, from this past week. It was the show that I was attending. And it was their biggest show to date with 12,000 people there. And it was also considered one of their best sh- their best live shows ever. So go check out Goose, uh, specifically the, the SPAC show from 7-7-2023. Uh, link will be in the comments or in the, the description to go check it out. Very cool. All right, I'm going to take the, the frosty mug. I'm going to give you a video game. But first, I have a song to stick with the theme. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, you know, don't, don't worry. I'm, I'm playing along here. Um, this is also a social media song. I assume it's like a, a TikTok guy. But his name is Tom Cardi. He's Australian. Uh, he has the song, uh, Hey, I Don't Work Here. And... It is like such an earworm where the chorus gets stuck in my head and I just like, I'll just be doing something else. And I just think like, hey, I don't work here. And if I did, I wouldn't help you. And uh, like, it just like keeps playing in my head over and over again. So that's going to be in the show notes. Uh, Listen to it if you want a song stuck in your head forever. It's very good and funny. And he's a talented musician. Um, You should check him out. But my real handle this week is a uh, indie roguelike game called luck be a landlord coming to mobile i think around when this comes out um like a day or two on either side probably it's the concept is you have to pay your rent and to do that you have a slot machine um you have a certain number of spins on the slot machine to pay your rent and the catch is with every spin you get to add one new symbol to the slot machine so you know there's like all the classics there's sevens there's cherries there's like clubs and spades and hearts and like candies and and everything and um they all have fun synergies with each other like you can get a like beehive that'll make honey um but you'll also can get bears that'll eat your honey to give you more coins right so like you have to figure out what symbols to add to the slot machine in a way that's going to make you the most coins. But combined with the randomness of, you don't know exactly what's going to come up on each spin with each row, right? So it's a fun take on like the slot machine thing and um, a good roguelike that I've been enjoying. And uh, uh, I played it a lot. can say it's addictive and quite fun. And I think it's going to be like five bucks when it comes out for mobile. Um, it's like similar price, 10 bucks maybe on Steam where I own it. But uh, luck be a landlord. I think my co-host and hopefully some of our listeners would enjoy this game. I'm so confused. What there's, do you What do you not get? There's bears with honey. Oh yeah. And you got to spin. You got to play slot machine. Yeah. So it's just a slot machine, basically. So there's like you spin it, but there's like a lot of crazy, funny synergies. But, but like, what if you don't pay your rent? What happens? Oh, you get evicted and you lose, and you have to start back at the beginning with zero dollars. Okay. Yeah. So like it starts off, you have like five spins 
to get 25 coins. And then like, okay, the next five spins, you got to get 50 coins. And it keeps going up and up and up until eventually you face your landlord in Mortal Kombat. And if you kill him, you get to live in your apartment forever and win. Why couldn't my guy just get a job though? Um, I don't know. I guess he could, but this is more fun. All right. Yeah. So with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening. Uh, we'd like to thank the breweries for of today's beers. I will thank Skygazer for their Sour Crush uh, Sour Ale with Mango. And I'm also going to thank myself for Unnamed Labyrinth Beer 2. I would like to thank Southern Pines Brewing Company for The Long Dark Night, their maple barrel-aged Baltic porter. And I would like to thank Zebulon Artisan Ales out of hometown America, Weaverville, North Carolina, for their whiskey barrel-aged barley wine. I so want to move there. Uh, please please head over to social media and follow us everywhere at DAWF Podcast. Also, make sure you hashtag follow the email at DAWFpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, head over to Discord, join the live conversations with the fans over there, um, link in the show notes. You can also head over to Patreon for as little as a dollar a month, support the podcast uh, monetarily as well. It helps us do fun things like go to Asheville where Obert shows up late, gets drunk on $5 well drinks, has a hangover, and proceeds to lock himself in a bathroom at Eurisco for the entire time of there. Um, <laughs> also, make sure you head over to your favorite social media app and leave us a five-star rating and a review. And finally, if you do, if you choose not to do any of the things I just said, at least, at the very least, tell your friends, somebody who likes beer, somebody who likes to laugh. Um, I know some, some of our listeners don't even drink beer, but they like our podcast. So let them know. Uh, we're not a fantasy football podcast, so you don't have to keep this podcast hidden because we're not going to help you win anything. So go over there, do it now. With that, my name's Doug. Also, don't forget, uh, code DAWF is still active over at manscaped.com. That's right, go to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping off your first purchase, uh, you know, because your balls are going to thank you. So DAWF at manscaped.com. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. Still think that that guy should just get a job. He wouldn't have to face his, his landlord and put a pen on uh, But you have to pay your you have to pay your landlord with slot machines. They don't accept real dollars. They only accept slot machine points. And who owns the slot machine? <gasps> the landlord. Uh huh. Oh, it's all they that's get. how they get you. That's how they get you. It sounds like they just have a gambling addict for a landlord. But there's everything. There's like eldritch horror creatures and witches that make the eldritch creatures more powerful. There's, there's miners that can knock open geodes and keep you dying. It's, it's, there's a lot of fun, fun, complicated stuff in there. I'll have, to like check it. It. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. <laughs>